Chapter Twenty Two of On the Duties of the Clergy, Book the Second. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. On the Duties of the Clergy by Saint Ambrose, Book the Second, Chapter Twenty Two. We must observe a right standard between too great mildness and excessive harshness. They who endeavor to creep into the hearts of others by a false show of mildness gain nothing substantial or lasting. This the example of Absalom plainly enough shows. Moreover, due measure befits even our words and instructions, that it may not seem as though there was either too great mildness or too much harshness. Many prefer to be too mild, so as to appear to be good. But it is certain that nothing feigned or false can bear the form of true virtue. Nay, it cannot even last. At first it flourishes, then, as time goes on, like a floweret, it fades and passes away. But what is true and sincere has a deep root. To prove by examples our assertion that what is feigned cannot last, but flourishing just for a time quickly fails, we will take one example of pretense and falsehood from that family from which we have already drawn so many examples to show their growth in virtue. Absalom was King David's son, known for his beauty, of splendid appearance and in the heyday of youth, so that no other such man as he was found in Israel. He was without a blemish from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. He had for himself a chariot and horses and fifty men to run before him. He rose at early dawn and stood before the gate in the way, and whoever he knew to be seeking the judgment of the king, he called to himself, saying, From what city art thou? And he answered, I, thy servant, am of one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom answered, Thy words are good and right. Is there none given thee by the king to hear thee? Who will make me a judge? And whosoever will come unto me, that hath need of judgment, I will give him justice. With such words he cajoled them. And when they came to make obeisance to him, stretching forth his hand, he took hold of them and kissed them. So he turned the hearts of all to himself, for flattery of this sort quickly finds its way to touch the very depths of the heart. Those spoiled and ambitious men chose what for a time seemed an honor to them, and was pleasing and enjoyable. But whilst that delay took place, which the prophet, being prudent above all, thought ought to intervene, they could no longer hold out or bear it. Then David, having no doubt about the victory, commended his son to those who went out to fight, so that they should spare him. He would not engage in the battle himself, lest he should seem to be taking up arms against one who was still his son, though attempting to destroy his father. It is clear, then, that those things are lasting and sound, which are true and grow out of a sincere and not a false heart. Those, however, which are brought about by pretense and adulation can never last for long. End of chapter 22